back, guys, to another episode of Kate and Isaiah Living Large. I'm Isaiah. And I'm Kate. And on this episode, we are going to talk about dining out uh, with Chop Chop coming up. We, uh, we, we figure we might as well talk about going out to eat, maybe take a look at some menus. Who knows? Um, but before we get started, uh, we have been traveling around as a podcast just doing stuff together maybe a little too much hanging out lately maybe a little much <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we went to our first hangout we went to two fat dads we did and we got roasted well isaiah did sort of sort of <laughs> so, some hilarious uh, inappropriate uh for our podcast jokes uh we could probably make them uh podcast appropriate by just saying isaiah was called called out and then in that they asked if we were a couple and we both obviously <laughs> said no obviously and then the follow-up question was why not and i said well his wife wouldn't like that probably not <laughs> no and uh and they said something that was funny <laughs> yes uh no uh, two fat dads that was great it was a great set um we went it was at the art center which i always called the abec uh, yeah, it used to be the ABEC, but I, I don't have any recollection of that until you mentioned the skeleton on the bicycle. Yeah, yeah, I that was my favorite thing about it when it was the science area and you went upstairs. For those of you uh, from the St. John area might remember you go in and there was a skeleton up the stairs that you biked and you could see the skeleton go. And you know what? St. John Art Center, you should definitely check out. Oh, They've got great. always got great stuff going on in there and great exhibits. And like, if you don't spend anytime there at all you probably should at least check it out once in a blue moon like sure. we did yeah it's free to get in like it's by donation from what i understand i think so, so yeah so like that's uh pretty awesome so yeah it's worth just checking out even if you've never been um to the area or up in that space before it's just a beautiful little venue area uh in general like even just looking at the ceiling and stuff yeah it worked out that it was the same night as a uh, as a gallery hop and where they encourage patrons to go in so isaiah and i got there pretty early just both incidentally got there pretty oh no we had a meeting time and uh <laughs> and we played a little game called are they here for the gallery hop or here for a comedy show <laughs> and i will say it was hard to tell sometimes yeah no it was definitely hard to tell some at some point in time there's a lot of crossover <laughs> uh but the show was great uh the, they definitely uh all were super funny uh joe even sold uh, sold his the shirts that they have uh we actually both bought one we should be wearing we, them we today. should be wearing them today oh Ooh. well <laughs> uh but we both have a shirt called the two fat dad shirt but joe ripped off his shirt showing off his beautiful uh manly physique <laughs> well he's called the two fat dad so you can imagine what that is and he's identified himself as a fat dad and so he squeezed into a medium when that probably isn't his size <laughs> Which is an interesting choice. And you know what? More power to him showed a lot of confidence to be able to do for that, sure. which, you know, that takes. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, so that was that was pretty funny. And he was he was the uh, host for the night. So he was he did a pretty good job at hosting. He was the import from Toronto. He was the big. Draw. <laughs> yeah. So he was really funny. And then Matt obviously got up and did his set. Uh, who else? I can't remember. The other Ryan names. Whitaker and. Uh, um Oh man, he's a real nice guy too, Jason Gary. Ah, yes, yes. They were both uh, amazing, super funny. Uh, 
and I really, really entertain them. So if you ever get a chance to go see them in a comedy show, if you see their names, highly recommend, you know, stopping in to go see those comedy shows and just supporting comedy in general. And, uh, the city's always important arts in general, really. There's actually a, an upcoming, uh, tri city comedy show as a fundraiser coming up in November, uh, a, comic on the new brunswick scene named eric payne his son uh had a horrific accident in uh alberta i believe and is literally fighting for his life so there's a gofundme because you know in with canadian medicare they cover the hospital bills but there's a lot of other bills yeah that go along when and he's doing i don't want to say he's on the mend but he's certainly making improvements every day and so uh there's a comedy show that's taking place in Fredericton, Moncton, and St. John over three nights. And the St. John one is November 12th. So if you have a chance to check that out, pretty much every comic in the St. John area who, who you can think of, it'll be a long show, but everybody will do a quick, you know, three to five minutes or something. And it's kind of a pay what you can, but donate directly to the uh, the GoFundMe or we can arrange or they can arrange that. I'm, I have nothing to do with the organization <laughs> on it other than I'm on the bill uh, oh, organized by selfish plug here. Well, it is a selfish <laughs> plug, but, but I, you know, no, that's not that, what I'm doing. I hope we have for just a couple of minutes, but just a worthwhile endeavor to check out. If you're in Moncton, Fredericton or St. John, it's called um, bad words for a good cause. Okay. And excellent. organized by local comedian, Kyle Lucas. There are uh, the, facebook or page or uh, i think there's some facebook ad advert advertisements out there so we'll, we'll try and post some of that the, in the description yeah uh, but yeah just uh it's you know nice to see any group collectively coming together for one of their own do a good thing yeah no 100 percent uh so after two fat dads uh we did we, we hung out uh, even after the show we went and had some food at yeah. big tide we'll talk about we'll talk about it. dining out <laughs> uh, a little bit um and then this past this past weekend, uh, as of this recording, actually, it was yesterday, yeah. uh, we hung out and we went to see the Rocky Horror Picture Show um, for the Halloween bill at the Imperial Theater. And I love the Imperial Theater. Just in general, it's a beautiful spot. It's so great to hang out there. Just I've seen even shows that I wasn't necessarily interested in and had a great time because it's such a great venue. And I for Rocky Horror went full throttle, tried to dress up as much like Columbia as I could <laughs> in, you know, with limited supplies. It was a dollar store run just before the show. Well, I actually had a voice lesson just before I was meeting friends, meeting up with friends at Big Tide. And I literally like put glue over a hat that I had and dumped a <laughs> half a package of sparkles on it. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, I was, and, you know, inspired by Joe Patello and the two fat dads, I wore a midriff bearing top that was sparkly, which, you know, was a choice. And, you know, everybody should feel empowered to dress how they want. We've talked about this before. And, you know, it was very empowering getting ready and being like, oh, I'm doing this. But there's a certain level of discomfort that I have <laughs> with it. So, we, you know, we have to be comfortable in our own skin, too. I'm glad that I did it. But I was like, when we were walking between venues, I was like, we should drive between venues because <laughs> I feel like I'm flying places that I don't want to fly. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you definitely want to feel comfortable in whatever you're wearing, but sometimes, you know, it is nice to try and like get outside of that uh, comfort zone to try and push yourself more. Yeah, for sure. Um, but Rocky Horror Picture Show is awesome. And if you have never been to like one at a theater like that, it's always fun because people yell at the screen and, 
those are really fun movies to actually do. Oh yeah. It was, you know, a Rocky horror is such a cult classic and there's a script for people to follow and things that you're supposed to do. So I had put together little prop bags for me and another friend, not Isaiah, cause he can not get his me. own prop bag. Um, he didn't. Did um, <laughs> I did offer him some confetti though. <laughs> and there are paper, uh, toilet paper rolls being tossed and newspapers on heads and confetti being thrown. It was, you know, it's a really quite a, quite a thing. Yeah, no, I, I actually really like those. Um, we do one um, sometimes with a group of people around Christmas time for um, roadhouse. Right. And we, we always just yell at the screen and make jokes at the, roadhouse it's always funny uh, anytime you get a chance to like just joke around and watch like terrible b movies and not i wouldn't say terrible they're not they're good movies uh but they're just more entertaining when you're yeah. making fun of them and it's not even making fun but it's just like it's there, there's something about being in a collective and you think about in the context of rocky horror being in a room full of over 600 people that are all like participating in this show that many of us have seen more than once. Right. Or, but I know there were a few people out there who had never seen it before, nor knew what to expect. So I heard some people around me being like, why are they yelling? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it, obviously from, from our experiences, I, I've gone a few times to different ones. And I always say, if they're not going to yell, I don't want to go to this movie. Cause no, it's way more fun to be a, a participant in a movie sometimes well yeah and like the songs are so good yeah. in rocky horror actually it was kind of funny my sister got really into the soundtrack for rocky horror when we were younger and i was telling her today that i said yeah every time every time i hear rocky horror songs i think of you and she goes great i'm glad that you think of me when you hear <laughs> sweet transvestite <laughs> <laughs> oh god such a good movie though yeah it was so good no that was that was a lot of fun uh and then we went to big tide after that again no let's we we love big time. We here. do love. I'm wearing the t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I actually went out afterwards and saw all the Halloween outers. Uh, There's a lot of uh, Taylor Swift's this year. Uh, a lot of Barbies. There was a T-Swift event, I think. Was there a T-Swift event too? I think yeah. so, but I'm not positive. There, there was a lot of Taylor Swift's, a lot of Barbies. I saw one Travis Kelsey. Um, a lot of bananas this year. A lot of lot of bananas. Um, Appealing. Then, <laughs> oh, but yeah, no, it was there was there was quite a bit of people out. It was, it was good, good to be out and about and see see what was happening. So that was fun. Oh, that is fun. Yeah. Um, I went home. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I value sleep. But uh, I think that brings us to our topic that Chop Chop is coming up uh, this next week. I can't remember. It starts on the thirtieth, but I can't remember the last day. I feel like it's like November. 5th or something like that um yeah it goes have it, it your, oh have it on your phone look at that oh yeah look at that um but for those of you guys who don't know what chop chop is um here in the city we do uh, two seasons we typically like a spring and a fall one um and they basically each restaurant puts out a set menu of a t uh, they have the option of doing a platter a lunch and then a three-course dinner um the platter usually starting at what's the price of the platter i think at? they're there uh, up to the plate are up to 15 dollars, and then the two course chop chop lunch are up to 20 and the three course chop chop dinner are up, up to, to 45 so that's a change but it used to be a lot cheaper too when they first started because yeah. the price of food as we all know who buy groceries <laughs> right um has increased exponentially so restaurants also have to raise their prices because that's how 
economics works. <laughs> That's right. Uh, but yeah, you're, you were like you said, it was it's a change. I guess it used to they, it started at thirty, yeah, and then it went up to thirty five, and this year now it's up to forty five. And apparently, last season's one they also did the up twos. So they're not not everything is that set price, but that's like the highest you'll you'll end up paying is around that. Which is price. so nice to go out to restaurants that you may not be as familiar mm-hmm. with and know you're gonna get a three course dinner and the Heck full yeah. experience. Like when I was younger, I used to always use this opportunity to go to Italian by night, for instance, yeah. and get the full like warm towel treatment <laughs> and that sort of thing. And you know, that brings me to the topic and we can talk about the menus and things, but like dining out generally. When you're a larger person, there are some things that go along with that. And, you know, our whole thing with this podcast has been eat, move, live, eat, move, live. And that involves that includes dining out. But I know that when I'm trying to do the right thing for my body and my health, there are choices to be made when eating out. Because, you know, for pure health purposes, making your own food is better for you than not usually yeah no generally generally yeah i mean unless you're like continually making like produced food right yeah yeah. i mean like if you're choosing the healthy choices yeah lower salt lower which is always more expensive to try and be healthy which is a whole other topic we can talk about yeah we can talk about that (laughs) um but i think yeah dining out it is definitely a an option that you have to you weigh on, and what you're gonna get like yeah sometimes sometimes do you, you get the salad instead of the fries or right and that's you know I, I try to make that choice most of the time but sometimes i don't sometimes I'm like you know what i really want a french fry today but i try not to automatically go with the thing that's suggested to me as like do you want fries with that okay. as opposed to just saying yes i always try to think do i want the fries no, I think I would prefer the super salad today. I don't make that face nor make that voice, but that's, I do. that's my internal monologue <laughs> going, what is the healthier option right now? What do I really want? Do I really want a big plate of French fries? And if the answer is yes, sometimes that's yeah. perfectly fine. As long as it's not yes every time. I love fries and I trick myself in being healthy with sweet potato fries, not which healthy. are not healthy at all, <laughs> but I, I like sweet potato fries. So whatever. If you I, like them and you enjoy them, like, but don't use that as a trick. No, listen here. <laughs> I pretend sometimes that I like I'm healthier with them. I I'm also not. used to pretend that if nobody saw me eating food, I wasn't really eating it. Well, yeah, <laughs> that was that also work delusional. As well. <laughs> um, but I do like I I typically when I go out I, I will I have certain things that I stick to for the most part when I go to restaurants do you do you typically have a set menu that you gear towards or no I tend to examine the menu each you know I, it can fluctuate based on what I feel like that day and how hungry I feel and all of those things but I have a tendency I've realized about myself recently that I'm afraid of being hungry okay I, this is weird and that's i'm just i'm just coming to this conclusion i actually noticed a pattern where it's like well if i only get this this thing that i actually want will that be enough food and i don't want to get this and this because that'll be too much food and too much money um so maybe i'll just get this instead because i know it'll fill me up but i'm like well, how hungry do you think you're gonna be and if and i had this like uh, moment of clarity on the weekend it's like what if you just order the thing you want? And if you're still hungry, you can order something else. You're an adult. 
Yeah, no, that's I, I understand that. But you may, but oftentimes I'm full with the first thing and I don't have to worry about it because it's enough food. So for instance, on Saturday I was, I went into big tide before we went out to Rocky horror and I yep. was ravenously hungry and I was like, Oh my gosh, what do I want? And I just couldn't think I didn't want a full meal. I wanted like, I wanted snacks yep. and I decided I wanted chicken wings and broccoli and cheddar bites. Not good for me, <laughs> but delicious, but delicious. And they were like, Oh, do you want to do the, there was a deal where you can get two for one. But then that's only half the amount of chicken wings. This comes in normal order. It's like, right. no, I want all the chicken wings. I was so full and so like I couldn't even finish it. It was disgusting. <laughs> and there was no and no, it was delicious. It was fine food. But it was I was so I was like, why did you do that? There there's no need of that, Caitlin. I could have ordered just the chicken wings. Yeah. And been happy. Yeah, sometimes there's something to be said about like you just feeling so hungry and then by the time you actually eat something, you are so hungry that you're not hungry anymore. Yeah. That happens. Um, and then there's also the the old trick that I, I know that some people uh, talk about is to have the little bit and then wait a little bit to see if yeah. you're still hungry, right? The other thing I used to do is I'd be like, oh, I better save up my calories so I can eat my big meal tonight, which I don't do anymore because you're actually probably yeah. better to eat like a healthy amount of food before you go of good stuff that you're controlling. And then you don't overeat. And right. the other thing my mom taught me years ago is that if you're eating and you find you're not enjoying it anymore, it's not a waste of money. It's not a waste because you're wasting the calories by consuming them and you're doing more harm to yourself by forcing it down your gullet than just leaving it on the plate or taking it home for later. Yeah. I, I think the, the same thing. I, I don't usually do to go stuff. For the most part, I usually just leave it. Yeah. Um, I'm not a, I'm typically not a bring it home and eat it later kind of person, especially when it's uh, like at a restaurant. I just, I, I like eating at restaurants. I like being in places with people. Mm -hmm. um, even if I'm just there and people are around, I don't know. I'm a weird person sometimes like that. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Um, But so I don't like, I don't even like a lot of times doing takeout. I like, I like eating at the restaurant rather. Yeah. I, I, me too. And I tend to be a person that wants to finish their whole plate. Uh, I sometimes, sometimes I just lately more and I'm measured in, do I really want to finish this? Is it worth me actually eating all if I'm not actually hungry? Yeah. And that's such a good question. And that's such a, the age old question about dining out when you go, especially when you dine out a lot, like there was a period of my life when well, actually, I mean, I, I've dined out quite a lot over the years yeah, yeah. I, you know sometimes as a single person it ends up being easier easier and money wise not that much more expensive versus the time it takes to prepare meals yeah for sure and dishes and all of those things that go along with it and yeah it, in some ways it's making excuses because I, I like isaiah i like to be around people too and it's a way to like I interact and be yeah. around people yeah 100 that's a Sometimes what I, the whole reason sometimes I go and dine out is so that I can have a chance to interact with people. Like, especially when I feel myself like mentally drained and feeling like ick, that makes sense. Um, <laughs> sometimes I know that to pick myself back up, it's better to force myself to go out and talk to people because that kind of snaps me back to reality. Right. So, uh, as far as uh, dining out goes, I mean, I typically stick to a uh, set menu. Like I 
have my go-tos club sandwich uh, club sandwich uh th- lately i've been a little bit off the club sandwich i've been you know doing a little bit more at big tide than just the club sandwich what have you been what's up been up lately uh i have been liking like their burgers and stuff i've gotten like, quite a few of those mm. um, i got the nachos last night that was delicious yeah they're, they're very good i had them the night before but what's the uh chop chop menu what is right so uh, well, before we get quite there, Chop Chop is a place where you're fed an enormous amount of food because it's a three course dinner right. and about strategizing. How do you want to use those calories? And sometimes it's worth it to just eat them all because that's the right thing to do <laughs> sometimes. Or I mean, like, especially when you're talking about three course meal, one of them is you're going to get an appetizer, you're going to get your meal and then you're going to get dessert. You could, if you don't feel like, you know, eating all of that, you could get your dessert and take it home. Right yeah yeah absolutely that's a great thing to do well let's start at our let's start the the number one our beloved the best place we love to go to and i obviously will go and have chop chop there at least once because uh, i always that at least if i'm going to do chop chop or we do burger week here sometimes too big tide is always my at least my number one stop um and then sometimes i'll go somewhere yeah for me i know that i host trivia there on a wednesday night so i'm definitely going to be there uh, so I'm definitely going to try their ba- chop chop at least once. So their chop chop lunch for twenty dollars is oh, actually it's, they're only fifteen dollars. Wait, oh no, it's twenty dollars. Okay. Caitlin, geez, <laughs> you can either have the seafood platter bites with side breaded skewers, consisting of haddock, shrimp, and scallops served with a creamy chipotle cocktail sauce and your mm. choice of side, or baked meatball sub with side Italian meatballs simmered in marinara and topped with Asiago and Parmesan, then baked on a fresh roll served with your choice of side. That does sound good. That's, they both sound delicious. And then the second course is a double decker brownie ice cream sandwich or peach cobbler. Ooh, peach cobbler. Mm. I do love peach cobbler. A brownie ice cream sandwich. I don't know how you can go wrong with that. <laughs> Truth. And then for the dinner, which is the old three course meal is the seafood platter bites. Or Korean barbecue beef satays. I love Korean barbecue. It looks delicious. Uh, And then the main course is Spanish chicken and rice, which also looks delicious. Or porca porca pork, which is chorizo stuffed pork tenderloin wrapped in a bacon weave topped with a drizzle of, I can't say that, remoulade sauce served with roasted potatoes and vegetably. That's a lot of pork. It's the porca porca pork. That's the one Chris told me about. That's the one I really want. And then the same desserts. Uh, the other restaurant flipping through that looks great to me because I'm a huge fan of this type of food is uh, uh, Brits has gone with a full Mexican menu. Oh, did they? That sounds interesting. I, I like Brits. I don't get there as often as I used to. I love Brits. I really do. I've liked Brits for a long time. I am trying to find it <laughs> in this list. Um, I wonder, yeah, it must be they're just their uptown location, I think, is doing I'm not sure if they're both locations are doing or not for Brits, but. I don't know, um, but they're uptown location for sure. Because yes, this, this is uptown. Well, because yeah, uh, Chop Chop is well uh, important to mention. Chop Chop is sponsored by uh, Uptown St. John, and they do put a donation from each plate to uh, food banks. Yes, yes. So you know, so eating, enjoying great food, and feeling good about it. Yeah. So they've got like chicken alote nacho for their plate then they've got a burrito bowl for their lunch mm. the mexican chocolate creme brulee is a dessert and pork carnitas flautas 
And then chicken enchiladas as a second course. And then Mexican chocolate creme brulee. Yeah, you can't go wrong with Mexican. Uh, yeah, Mexican's great. Uh, what about Italian by night? What's Italian by night's one? Cause, and then we'll, we'll wrap it up. Yeah, we won't read you I the entire menu. Read, well, read you the entire menu. Um, but if you want to see the menu, um, they do have a website, the, the Chop Chop uh, SJ web, uh, website. Um, so you can definitely find it there. Uh, I will try and remember to put it in the description below. Um, it will be on its like third day of uh, menus. So hopefully you'll have seen it before that but i'll make sure we post that in the description um thursdays and fridays gonna be busy for chop chop it always is because make a reservation those, those are the nights that go out so yeah if, if they're taking reservations highly recommend it but uh let's check italian night and then let's close this out all right the first course is a new york slice which is a huge cheese tomato and basil pizza slice second course is porchetta which is crispy slow roasted rolled and stuffed pork belly uh Yukon gold mashed potatoes and roasted root vegetables mm-hmm. or brief brachelet the quintessential Italian American Sunday dinner, which is beef stuffed with housemade sausage, pecorino, fresh herbs, lemon zest, and braised with a rich tomato sauce on mm. linguine ab- arabadia or chicken Alfredo con polo, which is uh, <laughs> chicken Alfredo chicken <laughs> with chi- yeah, chicken Alfredo. That sounds good. Which and then the third course is a cannoli. Ooh, I love cannolis. Yeah, it looks mm. every all of these look great. I'm yeah. flipping through, and my mouth is watering. <laughs> and I guess the choice for me has to be what what is the what am I what am I gaining versus losing? Right, right. Yeah, no, definitely. There's there's definitely options and way first price, um, and then yeah. you know, do you is it worth the the added amount of that you're going to eat and i think i think for the most part chop chop is one of those times where it's like you're going to enjoy things that you probably wouldn't have prior to right so i i highly recommend it if uh, people 100 percent. yeah um but to close this out uh where can people find you on the internet oh you can find me at fat caitlin on tiktok at the caitlin dean on twitter or whatever it's called uh <laughs> kate and isaiah living large on facebook and probably other places <laughs> and i'm uh, at maritime brews on all of the social medias uh as well as again we're still funding for that uh mic soon we're gonna have it soon hopefully um so if you want that uh buy me a coffee buy me a coffee uh the you are not url i said url last night qr code will be in the video here uh if you're watching on youtube otherwise it'll be in the description below um and then of course if you are just listening on uh one of your the podcast spots you can always watch the video of us going through all this fun stuff uh on youtube and if you are watching on youtube if you can like share and subscribe that would be much appreciated but thank you guys for listening another week and bye see ya